Hi, welcome to Life in the Wild West, and it's the day after Thanksgiving. I was sort of hoping to record before Thanksgiving, but it didn't happen, and I don't want to go out of the what I've started. So today, the weather is 57 degrees. It's beautiful and crisp. It smells so good out because yesterday it rained the entire day, and I saw a rainbow, it made a rainbow. It led up slightly, enough for me to take a couple laps around the school before the meal began. But um, just a beautiful day yesterday. I loved it. I love to smell the, the smell of the fireplaces when um, it's rainy and cold like that. And it was just so perfect. So yesterday we had Thanksgiving next door, which is always so nice for us because we don't have to drive anywhere. And especially because of the weather, it was nice to not have to, to actually get in the car and take our dishes and drive somewhere else. We could just walk next door with them. I volunteered to do the green beans. And um, for some reason, on this side of the family, the last several years, I've been asked to bring sweet potatoes. And so that's kind of been my thing, even though it's not my thing as far as, like I don't have a tried and true recipe for it. Every year I go on the internet and I just look and I'm like, that one looks good and I give that one a try. I've not been consistent <laughs> in the way that I make them, but I always make them fresh with the, you know, peel the potatoes, boil them, get them soft, mash them up type of a thing. I don't, I don't like the canned yams at all. That's what I, grew up with and ugh, grosses me out personally so I and I like to put a little lime in there because it I feel like it keeps the color vibrant and just some brown sugar it's real basic and some butter throw the marshmallows on top because I'm a marshmallow girl and then the green beans my mom taught me to make them not the casserole with the white soup filling and onions on top but rather the french green beans we steam them and then i take them from the steam tray into the frying pan with a little olive oil coat them up a little bit and then we fry bacon and crumble it up on top and then i take pearl onions fresh ones and i put them in the oven and get them all beautifully caramelized like roasted and then throw those on top and for some reason my kids love the green beans which is awesome we don't want to overcook them and make them mushy they're just got a little crisp to them and I I actually love the green bean recipe my mom taught me and we didn't grow up with that one we grew up with the the soup one but as the years progressed my mom's changed things and that's the one that we, that we like so those were my dishes plus the green stuff, which is completely not healthy in any way, shape, or form. But for me, it's tradition, and I can't not have it at a Thanksgiving meal. So Austin made the green stuff, which is just the pistachio pudding mix, marshmallows, Cool Whip, and um, pineapple. So that was it the everything was so delicious and yummy and it was a little smaller than normal this year for us um with a lot of family being gone but um it was really nice and i am very thankful for it so that's how thanksgiving went i'm wondering how how did yours go some people went out to dinner i heard actually i know my side of the family went out to dinner um and 
people do it different. So it was good on our side. And I was trying to make, because I'm really trying hard to make good choices. And so before I went to Thanksgiving meal, I sort of had a plan. Um, often I will overeat, pile my plate, just, just eat so much food because it usually tastes so good. And then I end up tired, gassy, my stomach hurts, and it's just not a good feeling. I can, I'm happy to say that yesterday I had none of those feelings. I felt really good. Um, I went for that little walk around the school twice before the meal in between me cooking my stuff and going to dinner because I just wanted a small walk. It was only a mile, but it was just something. And I decided before I even got there that I wasn't going to eat dinner rolls because often it just fills up a, a spot in my stomach, a compartment that, you know, I wanted room for other things like like a, like more turkey than usual. Like, uh, so that's what I did. I did, I skipped the rolls and I had a little extra turkey. And the, and I decided not to have any pie for dessert, but I did have the green stuff cause you know, that's tradition. So I had some green stuff, but no pie. And then just a nice cup of coffee. And we played games uh, or we played a game after the meal. And it was just such a good night. And I feel so proud of myself that I didn't overindulge, but I completely tried to focus on tasting the food and enjoying it. And I succeeded and it feels so good to say that. And I also wanted to talk about how before Thanksgiving happened, my, might remember the story if you've listened to past podcasts about my friend that I met when I was four and she was three, my forever friend that moved to the zip code of my birthday in Sonora. Well, she came down for Thanksgiving to see her family and her girls and she made sure to make a visit to our house as part of her trip down here and stayed the night. She showed up with, with her guy um, and her pups on Sunday and we decided we were going to make her famous homemade spaghetti sauce um, via FaceTime when the weather got cooler, but that just never really seemed to happen since she moved. It just kept being hot around here. So she pulled into town. She had brought ingredients for a cherry pie because it was on my dream list to make cherry pie like five years ago and I've never done it. And she also knows I'm watching my sugar, so she brought monk fruit, which is a sugar substitute. And then we went to the store and got all the fresh, beautiful ingredients for her spaghetti sauce. And the two of us, we made it together in the kitchen. And that's one of my favorite things to do is to cook with friends and family in the kitchen. It just feels so uniting. And she is mostly Italian. She's mostly Italian and mostly Viking, I call it. And she's half and half. So um, her parents are like full, almost full each way. And she was raised by an Italian mother and an Italian grandmother and an Italian aunt. And she knows how to make the most wonderful Italian food. And the part that her family came from was Sicily. So she is spicy just like her food and 
and and so her spaghetti sauce is a little bit more spicy and hot which we like and we made oh my gosh you guys it just smelled so good um simmering in the kitchen when it was simmer time and we all sat around the big table and actually um my whole family except for dylan he came later but he did get to enjoy the spaghetti we all sat around the table and we had garlic bread and pasta and homemade sauce and we made salad but <clears throat> truth be told uh, i did not have any salad because i wanted more of the delicious homemade meal and it's like those are the days i say enjoy 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 because those are those don't happen every day and so i enjoyed her food and we enjoyed it so much so that we did we didn't get to the pie because we were all just so stuffed and we just couldn't think of making a pie after that dinner so we didn't get to the pie but she left all the ingredients for me and i actually made the pie this morning and it was nice and tart and I'm not a pie maker. The crust was disastrous in the sense that I didn't make the pie crust and I have done it because there's a recipe that, that the fifth grade teacher that my boys had taught us, taught the boys and me. And it's really simple and it's delicious, but we didn't go that far. We just bought the crust, but I wanted to do like a basket weave and I had no idea what I was doing. So the hot filling melted the dough and didn't quite work out but tasted nice and tart and I got to make my cherry pie check that off the dream list I still want to make the cherry pie with fresh cherries too in the summer so that's like another thing I want to do um, but I also wanted to talk about a couple of my favorite kitchen gadgets um, and I'm just going to mention two that I love and adore and I can't imagine living without now one of them is a funnel but it's not the skinny funnel it's the funnel that funnels into jars because when i make um, soups and different recipes i often like to funnel them into mason jars and save them in the fridge so i can just grab them and go and this funnel has made it so wonderful because i'm not i'm not a very clean I cook I make messes and so I would be trying to ladle or pour my soups and stuff into these jars and I spill it on the counter and it was really messy and so I decided one day to order one of those off Amazon I think it was seven dollars it has a little handle and it's one of my favorite things and I do not regret getting it at all I love it the other thing that I've wanted for so many years and I've never wanted to invest the money in is one of those uh, cast iron Dutch ovens, the enamel kind too. Um, and I would love to say that I have the beautiful French one, but I will never spend the money on it unless it's gifted or I find it somewhere or it's passed down. Um, I found my Dutch oven at the Goodwill store and so it's not like say I dream of having a red one it's blue but it's really a nice blue and I use that pot since the day I got it and I've had it well over a year now for soups and for sauces and all sorts of things that I like to cook in that Dutch oven 
And oh, actually, I'm going to mention a third thing because now that I'm saying that, I'm remembering a third thing that I love. So, my Dutch oven, it was actually, I thought, pricey at $15 <laughs> at Goodwill, but you know, that's really a, a lot less than especially that French one. And I love that, the Dutch oven. I love the the funnel and the other thing I wanted to tell you about that I got last year too around this time is an immersion blender because I like to make cream soups and it has been a lifesaver because again on the cream soups I will make the chunky soup and then I'll try to take the pot and pour it into my blender and I make a huge mess and and now I don't have to do that. I just take the immersion blender and I just, you know, go through the soup and it's so nice. And plus you can, you don't have to actually puree it to the, you know, to the most smooth puree. You can leave chunks if you like chunks and it's one of my favorite things. So those are my three favorite kitchen items that I use very you know, on a regular basis in a sense. I don't make a lot of creamed soups, but in the winter I do. There's a good cream of broccoli that I like to make. I made a potato leek one the other day. And so it's perfect for that. And what else did I want to talk about? Um, basically, it was just to jump on. I wanted to, to touch on Thanksgiving. I wanted to make sure I talked about the beautiful pasta and spaghetti sauce that was made and on that note I want to add that that my friend that that makes this sauce um, they are not allowed in her family to write down recipes for people because they are special family recipes and if they wrote it down and passed it around they wouldn't be special any longer so the the wonderful part is, is because we are like family, um, I got to see how to make it. And I've, I've cooked with her mom before too and her sister years ago to make their pizza, but I can't remember a thing about how to do it. So don't worry guys, I'm not gonna be sharing any of your recipes. But um, the spaghetti sauce, I am, I'm gonna make that again soon on my own so I don't forget. Plus, um, I took a picture of the ingredients and tried to remember certain ways to try to remember how to make it. And that's how I cook anyway. I don't use a lot of like recipes and measurements. I just throw things together. That's my favorite way to cook. And that's how she cooks. So it's not gonna be the same every time. Just like my mom's lasagna isn't the same every time. There's always a slight difference and sometimes you'll get the phenomenal the phenomenal one and you'll get the oh this is okay one but um, the sauce she made Sunday night was a phenomenal one she even said so and I believe anything made with love is even better so and that it was definitely made with love and fresh fresh ingredients and I also okay yeah I'm just really all over the place. There was something else I wanted to talk about too. I was on Instagram and there's, um, there's, I'm gonna call her a friend, okay? I've never met her, but I call some of my Instagram friends, friends, because like you almost feel like you get to know them through their post and 
and messaging them and things and sometimes you exchange mail and you just feel like these are my friends so this friend today I saw and if she was a real true friend here in my neighborhood I would probably know exactly how to say her name so I don't know if she pronounces her name Corinne but that's when I see it that's what I see is Corinne so she is the whole month of December going to make be very mindful of doing her morning pages and also um, having a yoga practice for the month of December and she invited all of her followers and friends to join her in the month of December to practice yoga and to do their morning pages and maybe not every day maybe it's just a few days but whatever whatever can be done to be a part of that community she's put the invite out there and she said to hashtag it December mornings hashtag December mornings and you can share your morning page ritual uh, or your yoga or just say that you were able to do it and participate in it I'm super excited to slow down for the month of December it's always uh, you know it feels stressful when it shouldn't and a few years ago I I did just that I made sure I did yoga every day in December um, as a way to just slow down and be mindful of my body and um, this is a great invitation to to do it again because it makes such a huge difference to to take that time and to do those things that are so nourishing for our body mind and spirit and so I'm going to join her and I'm super excited and I'm just throwing it out there for you if you're on Instagram and you want to do your morning pages or your yoga and hashtag it December mornings and enjoy and join that community it'd be so awesome and uh, on those lines of um, morning pages if you're not familiar um, and and you're not you don't know about the artist way I always feel like everyone knows about it but not everyone would know about it but there's a book called artist way and in this book about nourishing your creative your creativity um, there's a part for writers that that includes morning pages and it basically um, I don't know if I remember exactly what the process is but you just get up in the morning and you get your your notebook and you write for I think it's 20 minutes maybe um, and you just write free flow write whatever comes to your mind and it just kind of helps getting getting your writing flow to to get going again those creative juices to flow and I have done it off and on for years I'm a big journaler anyway and uh, I think I mentioned in a, a prior that I have like five or so journals laying around the house so it's just wherever I'm at or whenever I'm feeling the urge to write I'll pick it up and I'll write a page or two so they're not in any chronological order um, I don't keep one book and just go in order it for me it's just the story of my life it's a little scattered so I wanted to invite you guys if you are so inclined to want to join that in December because I think it's going to be a good opportunity to slow down a little bit um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up and I hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving I wish you the best for December and also peace peace be with you and until next time 
Goodbye.